Continuing through our Arizona Staycation Hour, I had to bring Dr. Sky into the conversation with this black hole. Dr. Sky, the Wall Street Journal covered it. The Arizona Republic had a story on it. Arizona uh, USA Today. And they all covered it slightly different, with slightly different uh, factoids. And before we get started on this, from the authority, Dr. Sky, what, what, what's this black hole and the significance of it? Well, good morning, Romy. Good to be with you. Happy Saturday morning. You know, I don't think anybody really truly understands this. You talk to some of the astrophysicists, and there'll be different interpretations. But what you're reading and what people are seeing out there, and the image that was just produced here is quite fascinating. The whole story goes like this. A telescope called the Event Horizon Telescope, which, by the way, is not an optical telescope. It's a series of radio telescopes. And they use the side of the entire Earth. They call it a fancy term called interferometer. They use each of these baselines. And they just extend it like a giant ruler so that they can get better resolution in radio waves. So what they did, they were looking into the Milky Way galaxy. At the center of the core of the Milky Way is an alleged black hole called Sagittarius A. And that's what I thought they were going to be imaging. But unbeknownst to me and a lot of people, their research has gone to this strange galaxy called M87. And it's 55 light, million light years away. And what they've actually done, and you have to salute these scientists for me, because they've actually got the first so-called image of some area around a black hole called an event horizon. And as people are having coffee this morning, I'll try to make this as simple and direct as possible. Inside a black hole is something called singularity. That's where all the light energy of whatever it's pulling in, it cannot escape. It's this single point. As you go away from that, this radius of the singularity is called the event horizon. This is this black area that we see in this image. So if you're in space, you would see this deep, dark black thing like maybe like a giant black ball bearing in space. And what's interesting is on the other side of that, on our side, nothing obviously can escape from that black event horizon. Everything from that point gets stuck. So here's a simpler way to put it. If you take the radius of singularity, you have something at the edge of this, which is where the escape velocity of light is, is so powerful, nothing can escape it. To put it in simpler terms, to make the sun a black hole, you'd have to collapse it, Romy, down to about two miles in diameter. So if the sun were collapsed, it would then seemingly become a black hole. If you did that with the Earth, how about this? The Earth's size would be nine millimeters in size. So this is bizarre. So there's really, you know, kudos to the scientists that they even got images of something like this. The first time they've actually been able to image this. So what Hawking was talking about and other scientists. There really does exist this uh, enigma called a black hole out there in space. The first time we've actually got some sort of visual uh, imagery, it's totally amazing, isn't it? Now, I have a few questions. This isn't a optical telescope. It's a radio. radio. So okay. how do you get images from a radio wave? And if it's 55 million light years away mm -hmm. and the, these telescopes were only pointed at it for two weeks... Unless radio waves travel a lot faster than the speed of light, that doesn't seem like enough time to get any data. And you know what, Romy? I wish we had three hours to talk about this. But no, again, being respectful, of course, to what the scientists did, they can actually have what looks like images. In other words, you take radio frequencies, and they, if, if, if you try to print out something, frequencies, you put all this stuff together over time, and it will actually produce some sort of a image of an object. In other words... They use this all the time when they look at asteroids. This Arecibo radio telescope down in Puerto Rico, it actually goes ahead and images asteroids that come close to the Earth. So in other words, it's bouncing something off of it. Keep it in that simplistic term. 
But it, it is amazing that a radio telescope, many of the people out there listening think they have this gigantic optical telescope. So the technique is very technical. It's called in interferometry, where they pull together all these radio telescopes so you can get as if it were more, a much larger mirror in space or like that of an optical telescope. So you can actually turn those radio waves into some sort of an image over time. And that's a long explanation that we, of course, don't have time to talk about. But in the simple sense, something 55 million light years away. The point is, this is happening, this took 55 million years just to cross space-time, which is just totally bizarre. So there'll be so much more about this. There's even an unofficial name for this black hole by some astronomers and some scientists in Hawaii. It's called Poehi. And it's supposed to be as if it's a Hawaiian word that is actually translated to mean the adorned, fathomless, dark creation. I think the more we know, the less we know, but it's great to be able to think we're in the know, if that makes any sense, that for the first time in history, we've been able to at least show that what scientists have been doing on on chalkboards for years, mathematically, that we're actually seeing something called the event horizon, and I tried to do some numbers, but my yeah. calculator doesn't go this high. <laughs> you bet. The circumference of the sun is 2.7 million miles. Mm-hmm. Light travels at 670 million miles per hour. You the got size it. Or 760, of this, right. Go ahead. Of this mm-hmm. black hole is 6.5 billion times bigger than the sun. So mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out in light years how long would it take me to travel around this black hole, and my calculator exploded. Exactly. <laughs> it, and you said it so much. You said it better in this early Saturday morning. Whether it's three or six billion times the, the sun's mass, just imagine that. I mean, that's an object that, and by the way, I should jump in here on this. Black holes, at least in this particular one, in the M87 galaxy, I've observed this M87 galaxy from backyard telescopes. It has two lines that when you see the faint object, they're called jets. They're called relativistic jets. What are those in simple English? That's the black hole eating up stars and material and actually pushing, pushing, believe it or not, some of that streamed radiation that's not necessarily inside the black hole. Some of the stuff is actually leaking, and that is thousands and thousands of light years in space. So it's incredible, Romy, when the scientists get together, the cosmologists. This is just an amazing story. And you know, on the local front, I'd just like to mention, too, Romy, and I appreciate the time that you and your family dedicate to these subjects. But I just want to remind listeners, you want to hear more about this, we're going to be doing this, of course, and that's probably our seminar on the Dolly Steamboat with Dr. Sky. We'll be doing that again Saturday evening, April the 27th at 5.30 p.m. So, so if you'd like to make your reservations, we always enjoy the groups that come out there, and particularly, Romy, from this radio show, your show, Rosie on the House. We appreciate the number of people that come. The number to call and book is 480 480- Eight two seven nine one four four, or simply go to dollysteamboat.com. But isn't this amazing times? Aren't these amazing times that we live in? It's so every day something's happening. You know the and most amazing part of all of this? What's that? Is that this image proves once and again Einstein's theory of relativity. And it just makes me laugh that how many years removed are we from that? And it's taken how many billions of dollars in this research yeah. to figure out what he did with a, a graphite pen and a piece of paper? What Absolutely. kind of mind did this man have? <laughs> totally incredible, Romy. Stuff that, you know, they say genius is obviously so special. That's the understatement. But between uh, Einstein, Hawking, and uh, Sabrina Petersky gonzalez another young lady that's actually physicsgirl.org, She's, of, of course, considered even more of a focal point to the study of how the universe was created. But what's happening here, 
is just so amazing. As you mentioned, 100 years ago, Einstein, or a little over 100 years ago, comes out with both general and, of course, the other theories of relativity. And we're now seeing these things totally come in front of us that, that he was right. But still, two things from me that nobody really, really totally understands, and that's where the research continues, black and dark energy. And also, as we look out into, out into space, this dark energy. And it's so amazing, because as things cre- cre- continue to recess in this universe, 13 and a half billion years ago, it's, you think that things would slow down in recession. But what's happening? No. It's that there's an expansion and, and an increase in velocity as you get way out after you throw their stone into the lake. Instead of a dissipation ring, it's also increasing in velocity. So there's so much we don't know about gravity. And that's why it's wonderful to be able to share this uh, on an early Saturday morning with your listeners. Thank you, Dr. Sky. My pleasure. Have a good day.